walk around the block where today we've got some ruffled feathers. Hello, hello, hello. I have a breaking news announcement. No, it is not that it's hot. <laughs> it's that I might be getting used to it. That might be taking it too far. <laughs> it is taking it too far. Uh, but it has been less humid this week. Uh, the other day, I went out on the patio for a second, and I was like, it's really nice out today. I've got to get outside. So I did, and then I checked the temperature. 92. <laughs> but it felt like 92, which, I mean, that makes a huge difference. You have to take advantage of those days. So I went out that day and, you know, it was sweaty, but I was okay. So I felt emboldened and went to the park yesterday. It was like 4.30 p.m. Not the best time if you're trying to dodge the heat, but, but there was a little breeze. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm fine. I was walking around and it was, it was very nice. Someone had written messages on the path. You're almost there, one of them said. I was like, so what if it's like 94 degrees? I'm almost there. <laughs> it was. It was very encouraging. When uh, when I was on my way back to the car, this older guy zipped by me on his bike and he was wearing this sleeveless tee with like a whole bunch of like jaunty skulls on it, <laughs> which also kind of seemed to send a message. <laughs> but I made it. Even if I'm getting a little Stockholm syndrome by the heat, I made it. My real breaking news is that I've actually started putting recipes on Pinterest again instead of leaving them as open tabs on my phone. I will concede that it does help, except, except that I just want to check my tabs. <laughs> and uh, okay, so last time, last time I gave an update, it was 321 open tabs on my phone. I just checked. And I thought for sure it would be like, I don't know, 275 or something. <laughs> 339. <laughs> 339. How? I don't know how. I felt like I closed so many tabs and, and now I have more. <laughs> I still leave things as like place markers. That's a big part of it. Like this, there was this article I saw the other day. It was in the New York Times. This was the headline. How bad are the germs in public restrooms? Really? <laughs> I read the headline to my husband and he was like, skip, move on. I don't want to know anything. <laughs> I will say uh, I did not read the whole thing. I decided in the end I didn't want to know either, but it was both better and worse than I thought. <laughs> You've been warned. Have fun on your summer road trips. <laughs> uh, okay, final update. I just polished off a can of Waterloo sparkling water. I told my husband after the whole bubbly thing, I really might start working sparkling water into the mix. You know, it's, it's on the table. So what actually was the most popular brand in your office? Because they had this whole fridge, you know, stocked with them. He was like... I don't know. People like LaCroix, you know, they did like bubbly. And then he's like, actually, Waterloo was pretty good. Waterloo. Never had it. So, of course, I had to try some. 
The flavor I got was blackberry lemonade. It wasn't bad. I still think I need to pour it out of the can first, though. I feel like that makes a big difference. We'll see. You know I'll keep you posted. (laughs) All right. Okay. So we had some ruffled feathers in our neighborhood this week. This happens... I mean, I will say (laughs) semi-regularly. It's a big neighborhood. You know, we live in an era where it's easy for people to express themselves, get things off their chest. So the background is, I think I mentioned this a while back, dogs are very popular in my town and my neighborhood, my part of the country, I guess. I know that sounds weird. This is literally something that I had given zero thought to until a few months after we moved here, and I was like, you know, wow, I feel like everyone has a dog. And my husband was like, oh yeah, everyone at work has a dog. At work gatherings and whatever, everyone would talk about their dogs. It came up enough that I Googled it, mostly to be funny, but sure enough, according to some random survey, we had moved from one of the states with the least number of dogs as pets to one of the states with the most. Who knew? I'm not sure what it is. I feel like it must be partly weather-related. I do like to comment on the heat, but objectively, unless you like six months of winter, the weather is probably better in the South overall. No one wants to take a dog out when it's, you know, zero degrees. Also, there is probably overall more open space. Not really so much where I live, but like around, I could see that. At any rate, there are a lot of dogs around, and a while back, there was a push to put a dog park in the neighborhood. I don't have a dog, so I didn't have a dog in the fight. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) I didn't really care one way or the other. I just didn't want it to be annoying, and it's been fine, so it's fine. So there's a dog park. There are a lot of people who do have a dog in the fight, (laughs) maybe even more than one. Uh, I wouldn't say there's massive foot traffic to and from the dog park, but people are really into their dogs and the people who are into the dog park are really into that. I think sometimes there's like doggy play dates there. <laughs> it's like, you know, so if you have a dog, it's great. However, there's a little bit of an issue with the dog park lately. The dog park is split into two sections divided by a fence. Little paws on one side for the small dogs and big paws on the other side. It's a little more open. The bigger dogs have more room to run around. Well, one day, some people showed up to the dog park and the door to the big paws section was locked. Why was it locked? I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) It was locked because a bird decided to nest right in the middle of it. Not just any bird, a killdeer, which does sort of just look like any regular bird you would see, but it happens to be a federally protected bird species. It kind of sounds like the bird was freaking out on people who went over there. (laughs) They described it as an angry mother bird protecting her nest. I don't know what the behind the scenes of it was, how many people and or dogs got pecked by this bird or what before they took it to the experts, but the upshot was the HOA was told by the State Wildlife Association to leave the bird and its nest alone until the eggs hatch and the birds move on. 
It's supposed to take a couple weeks for them to hatch and then another few weeks to fledge, I guess it's called, until they fly away. Well, it's been a couple weeks and the people have been patient long enough. (laughs) They want their dog park back. (laughs) Twice this week, we had impassioned threads on the neighborhood page on the topic. They subsequently were deleted, which is how you know it's a good thread. When a topic gets posted, then deleted, then posted again. The gist of the opening post was that we needed to let nature take its course, let Darwin's theory take over, and if the dogs and bird went at it, so be it, and may the dominant species win. (laughs) I mean, do I have to tell you, I instantly went downstairs to break this thing down with my husband. Basically, what we have here is a real-world episode of Man vs. Wild right in the middle of suburbia. The responses were tremendous. Right out of the gate, this one lady. (laughs) I sort of think she agreed with him on principle, but she was like, listen, if you feel strongly enough about it, maybe maybe you should chain yourself to the fence. She's like, if you're going to get arrested for violating, I don't know if it's called considered a law, whatever it is, if you're going to get arrested, you might as well do it in dramatic fashion. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do if someone in my neighborhood chained himself to the dog park in protest. <laughs> Probably throw it on Instagram live. <laughs> Someone else was like, you know, the bird was there first, which maybe not the exact bird, but point taken. That started a whole thing about, you know, we all buy houses and disrupted nature. And someone else was like, well, yeah, but birds think every space is theirs. (laughs) That's probably true. They did make a nest in my wreath once. (laughs) This one lady uh, was like, buy a leash and get over it. Time heals all wounds. Uh, someone else accurately pointed out that it's too hot to go to the dog park anyway. I agree with that because, of course, we had to go over and see what the fuss was all about. It was too hot to walk over there, so we drove. We we got out. We walked all around. It was extremely hot, and we saw nothing. My husband was like, forget it. I'm on the side of the dogs. Let them back in. I don't even see one bird, let alone a quote-unquote aggressive bird. <laughs> And then at the same time, we're like, oh, there it is. It wasn't like freaking out, but it was definitely there guarding something. I Googled this and I guess they actually make a little spot in the ground where they put the eggs. Someone said there was a nest like that in another part of the neighborhood and the bird would like charge people when they got close. I don't know why no one posted their ring videos of that. (laughs) Yikes. Anyway, it was too hot to stand around there forever, so we wished the bird well and (laughs) went back to the car. It's been a few days, and the dog park is still locked. We were out one night and came home after it was dark, and I was like, we should drive by the dog park. (laughs) Imagine if we see someone out there with his flashlight, like, picking the lock on the door. (laughs) I was like 30% kidding, 70% serious. (laughs) That I would stream on Instagram live for sure. (laughs) All right, that's it for today's walk around the block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walktheblockpod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I'll see you next time.